Hi, my name is Trevor Burney. I'm uh, co-director of Ines uh, Challenging Woman. I'm Vinnie McCormack, uh, Ines' husband of 43 years. Okay, great. Thank you so much for talking to me today. So what motivated you to tell this story now in this particular moment? Well, I think... Um, Probably from a personal perspective, I could identify with Inez uh, in that um, uh, my own life has taken a similar journey and coming from a very conservative unionist background and um, uh, and having in that same sort of awakening moment where the world looked very different to the one that I grew up in, a very rural part of uh, the north of Ireland. Um, so that immediately, um, when I started to unpick and understand more and more about Ennis's story that made it uh, very attractive and, and the fact that just as we've heard upstairs is that uh, she is an unsung hero she is an awkward voice she is one of those uh, people who've made a tremendous difference um, but unfortunately there's a legacy left with uh, Inez and that is that there's still so much that needs to be done a lot of the work that is um, that she was involved when um, that voice is gone and uh, there is there isn't a replacement for Inez Inez McCormick. Um, there are many others who are out there saying the similar sort of things, but that clarion voice that Inez had uh, that made people sit up and take notice of the inequalities and the, the work that's still to be achieved as a result of the Good Friday Agreement, that meant that there was something that is very contemporary and still resonates, uh, and that um, there's still a very important message to get out about this documentary. So all those things together, but uh, first and foremost when I heard the news that uh, Inez wasn't very well, um, but really wanted to take that uh, truly heroic step of giving in a last final interview uh, which we knew was going to be uh, incredibly emotional, particularly for Susan McKay, her close friend who uh, um, conducted the interview um, we knew it wasn't going to be very easy but uh, once we knew that we knew that we had to keep going and, and make uh, some sort of uh, attempt to try to capture Inez's life and I think you did a wonderful job of doing Thank that, at least from the audience perspective. So, so much of what was portrayed was, is part of your shared history, being yes, a husband yes. for so long. How was it going back on that and reliving that? Um, well, I, I think that the film indicates that uh, at a point when we were both still uh, uh, very young, our lives took a particular direction, and that direction was framed by the civil rights movement in Northern Ireland uh, and all that, that, that followed from that. And Inez, uh, in the course of the film, uh, indicates that she was, uh, at that stage, a puzzled Protestant. But what uh, really marked her out and what really uh, changed her, her development was her experience of poverty in uh, West Belfast. That made her very angry, but also very determined that there should be change. And throughout her life, her, uh, and uh, a life of 40 years of activism, as a trade unionist and as a civil rights uh, uh, campaigner, she was motivated by the need to end humiliation and to replace injustice with e equality. Great. And the film makes clear the connection between America and Ireland, obviously. So how is it showing that film in for an American audience? Well, this is the first time that um, it has been shown in America. It will be seen in New York and in D.C. Uh, next month in April. Uh, there are a number of screenings planned there. So um, I think it is important because I think that for many Americans who know a little bit about what has been going on in Northern Ireland over the last 20 or 30 years, I think there are these sort of stories that are still to pop up. We know... Um, 
um, even in Northern Ireland it's still very difficult to pull out the nuances of what actually went on there is a broad understanding that we had conflict then we had peace and now we've had uh, many torturous years as the peace has bedded down but I think that a lot of those personal stories of those who were involved in a way that may have been completely invisible or may have been um, really there hiding in plain sight and that Inez was someone that wasn't certainly invisible but we didn't we weren't aware we weren't able to actually pull apart exactly what she was doing so whether it's a Northern Irish audience or an Irish audience uh, it was shown in Dublin some time ago in front of President Higgins and uh, got a very warm reception there as well or an American audience I think it's all we're trying to do is try to bring out that there are stories and also about the American involvement I mean and there's no doubt that people like uh, Hillary Clinton Milan Revere and Joe Jemison and a number of others were incredibly instrumental in uh, bringing Northern Ireland to the piece that it's at now and uh, we still haven't been able to capture a lot of those stories and Inez is on timely death and very early death reminds us that with those uh, without those people who are getting older um, we've got to very very quickly try to capture that living history and uh, we felt that that absolutely important to do so and to bring it to the American audience I think as we uh, you know today is a reflection I think of how educated and understanding people are about general the generalities of uh, the Irish peace process but uh, trying to foreground some of the key figures now is going to be really interesting I think and something that we really want to keep doing yeah. and could you talk about the exchange that you had in front of the audience today what was <laughs> with that? the congressman uh, oh uh, the, yeah uh, uh, Inus was uh, uh, invited by the Irish American Labour Coalition uh, to come to the United States and particularly to come to, to Massachusetts uh, in support of the Sean McBride principles of affirmative action and uh, th- that was very, very important for her, uh, and it allowed her to uh, express her very deeply felt conviction that uh, discrimination had to be tackled, and that the the, the e- economic economic and, and social principles were exceptionally uh, uh, important. Uh, she presented the evidence uh, at the, the, the Massachusetts State House uh, in, in uh, Boston and uh, uh, Representative uh, uh, Kevin Blanchett allowed her to express her, her, her beliefs and then that led, that, that led on to uh, the, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts becoming the first state in the United States to pass uh, uh, McBride uh, uh, legislation and that then, and now, uh, uh, McBride legislation is the law of the land in the United States. And having Kevin there today, just to even come along, it's a very important moment. A really important moment. Unbelievable. Uh, after thirty years, to to meet with him again, to meet the figure that I only uh, has saw on a flickering. Videotape, VHS, uh, poor quality videotape. It was an extraordinary moment for me on this trip. Yeah, and to hear, like, I mean, to hear from Kevin uh, some of the background to that uh, that moment and the pressure that he and others were coming under, uh, not to give Inez McCormick a voice and not allow her to make this appeal to the state of Massachusetts. So 
you know, we knew that that was what was happening. The British government, the Irish government, in fact, as well, were very much against Dennis McCormick even speaking on that day and uh, um, being given a platform to uh, try to progress the McBride principles. So for Kevin to be here and uh, to uh, to finally meet with him, so we've looked at that little bit of footage. Vinny found that footage in his, in his loft or something, yeah. and I think that yeah. uh, it wasn't very good quality and we couldn't find another source of it. But we wouldn't let it go because we think it for the, you know, there really is something that captures, there's a moment there that captures a passionate, articulate, driven, uh, relentless woman. And, uh, you know, and, and when you go back over someone's life, like Ina's finding those little bits of evidence of uh, that everyone knows and everyone lived, yes, but was yeah. was important. So Kevin's and, fantastic. Uh, yeah. And I think that the, the, the record of that hearing is an important historical document. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is because of state of Massachusetts was the first state uh, in the nation to back the McBride principles uh, and uh, that started a ball rolling that still is felt today in the cities of Belfast and Derry and anywhere in Northern Ireland where there is uh, inequality, the McBride principles are still a touchstone important uh, issue because uh, that was the first time an outside nation outside of Ireland and the UK said you know, if you're going to uh, come to America and, and look for our investment you're going to have to make sure that everyone, Protestant, Catholic or no religion is going to benefit from that investment and uh, the British government certainly didn't want to hear that, unionists definitely didn't want to hear it and very violently opposed it but actually today you know, in, 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 uh, it's widespread now that, that equality that you simply cannot hire on the basis of religion uh, and you cannot um, you, sure you, ca- you have to abide by the law of the land as Vinnie describes it in terms of equality in the workplace Thank you so much for bringing this wonderful story to Boston. (laughs) Thank you.